also look at the name lifespan calculator <laughs> classic we really re we really reduce it to its if you look at the bottom there's northwestern mutual oh. that's what i'm trying to say like you guys are praying to yeah. god or whatever i'm praying to northwestern <laughs> mutual <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Why Are We Talking About Rabbits? That's this podcast. Rabbits are things that run around on the internet and reproduce really quickly. Big media memes for big media money. This is different. We're talking about things that aren't rabbit-like. Today, we're talking to Uncle Seth. Uncle Seth appears yet again, his fourth time on the show. He is our friend. He is a new world light person beyond all doubt. And today, he gets deep into the idea, how do I think about death? And shouldn't I calculate it using Northwestern Mutual calculation numbers, thereby becoming a better light person? Episode 42. That's this. Uncle Seth uses science to calculate his impending doom on Watar. All right, Uncle Seth, what's up? How you been? I'm, I've been great. How's everybody doing? Hey, cheers Thanks. to you, man. Cheers to on, you. Uh, we're recording this on a lovely Monday. Is it warming up in Chicago, Uncle Seth? It's been a little miserable last few days. It's cold? Um, eh, well, I shouldn't say miserable. It's been... Uh, uh, not what it was last week. So, so miserable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we are. We're all about the here and now. <laughs> we know how you new world people. Yeah, are. that's right. We just want it now. Which leads us right into the next obvious conversation <laughs> about death. <laughs> Uncle Seth, you know, we talk new world, old world stuff. And this one was actually partially uh, a, a commenter sent this in. And then you followed it up. Did a little background for this. How about that? You did some. You did some work. Yeah. What was that like? I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't good. It's not everything I thought it'd be. No. Well, you produced a super cool uh, lifespan calculator that we're going to yes. get into, and I think the reason we're going to get into it is because we've noticed uh, in the new world, old world divide, which is our relationship that. Weirdly, I kind of want you to talk about death sometimes. And weirdly, you're like, I'm good. I don't know if we're going to go there right this second. And then we, it's a topic I that I we, don't know if that's, I don't know if that's true. Was that unfair I, I to would, you? I don't know. I don't think it's, un, it's fair or unfair. I just, I, I, what I would say about myself is that um, I like talking about death. I don't like talking about people who have died. And oh. so, and for somebody who's, you know, you know, my track record, um, that ends up being, you know, I've had a lot of hits and yes. so that ends up being a lot of what ends up being talked about, about death. So I'd rather avoid that, but I have love you? talking about death, but tonight I'm going to do both. I'm going to talk about death and I'm going to talk about the people who have died because I realized I made a mistake for the last years. Is that right? Not, yeah. I, I think it's been a real mistake. Um, not talking about the people who died because that's all that's left. Brother, you know? man, I can tell you that this is a revelation. I know people are thinking they set this up. I didn't set that. No, up. no, no. We haven't talked about this. This is a change I've made um, because that's all that's left. And I'm also have been in the last few years, 
every time I talk about somebody who's died, um, I have a little toast to them because keeping their memory alive. So I will be getting loaded on this podcast. <laughs> Every, everything I mean, done lightly. As di uh, differently from last week when I got loaded, but for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> last week is because of your IRA. <laughs> right. <laughs> last week you just couldn't stand to look at your bank account. Right. Seth, this is, this is good. Well, we're gonna is this do going it. off too heavy? No, no. Uh -uh. I right. I just know one thing. Yeah, is a little bit like talking about gender. Death can get you in trouble, <laughs> um, but not between me and you. I don't think so. Yeah. So, so let's just do this. You know the world. You've traveled. If you were to pluck uh, somebody from the old world, you know what we're talking about in this show. Somebody who's sort of thinking old school, pre enlightenment. They're doing their thing, likely living in a village. <clears throat> Do you think your views on death would be different than those kind of characters? Like, um, yeah, I think so. I mean, my views on death are, um, I don't know, the way I've approached it has been uh, sort of as a finite thing where I think your view on death is something that's a real uh, step in a journey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right? I mean, so... Um, I don't know. I, I think that. Are you going energy? Are you going death uh, and with the body it goes energy into the earth type uh, guy? I, yeah, no, that seems wishy-washy to me, that type of, <laughs> I don't want to get painted with that brush over you're here, not, you know, so kind of You're not cosmic. like a, yeah, right. like a pear later on, like a pear <laughs> right. root. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are pears coming up a lot? <laughs> no, um, I have no, no I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I have the. Uh, I don't want to use the word humility in the wrong way, but I. I think I am. Um, I don't know enough to think I know, so I focus on uh, um, sort of the here and now. Okay. I think other other people think that uh, they know something else, so that's what they focus on. So, what happens to you when people say, "Like you know, you, tomorrow's not promised to you"? Do do you go like that? Is right. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Y if they say YOLO to me, <laughs> then I know that's not that's different. <laughs> that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no way, i think that by the way uh, have you said yolo this week you say yolo <laughs> i never said it in my life except for right there to try to get a joke in um no but it uh you know do you remember we went to boston john hears and i took a, a one yeah, day trip did. to boston yes, and um uh do you remember i told you that I've had three experiences in my life that I would consider um, as close to uh, religious as I can get. I don't know if I, I guess it wasn't that, I guess that it wasn't that important to you. <laughs> um, was it, but, was, I remember lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Three, some highlight of your life. Uh, <laughs> I've had three experiences. I think it's when you life. wore the yarmulke for reasons. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, I wore a yarmulke. 
that's a different um, yeah, appropriations that's, conversation. That's right. That's have. true. That's true. Um, <laughs> but, this one me. is uh, three experiences that I uh, consider what I, you know, I, I, I don't know how you, if I asked you, have you had any religious experiences? Oh, what would you I, say? I get what you're saying. Here's what happens. Yes. And then I think of your voice, which is you go, not seeing a baby smile. That's not religious. <laughs> what? You've actually told me that. I know. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about not that. You're talking about, right. Like, whoa. Yeah, that's right. Not these hallmark type of religious experiences, you know, where, where like there's something off with the atomic substrata or something like, <laughs> like something's not normal. I, I, well, a feeling that I got that I think that um, religious people, if they got that feeling, would say it's a religious feeling. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. That's the best way I can explain it. So, For you can me, remember one. You remember three. I can three. Remember, th I remember three, and they all have to do with death, which is interesting because, you know, uh, I would assume that when you have religious experiences, it's not all about death, right? No, I feel like a lot of mine come. I know you're going <laughs> to, you're going to make fun of me. I don't care. <laughs> mine, if I were to lump them together in some sort of intuition or some sort of intuitive moment where I feel like I'm in touch with God, they have to do with like comebacks. Like that guy was like in prison and now he's out. Or like I met somebody who it's metanoia in the Greek. It's change. It's something changes in somebody. And I just, I just feel lifted, man. I feel, okay. I feel beauty. I feel beauty. I think that's God. I mean, in the Christian tradition, that's the resurrection. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it jazzes me up or, or, or it overtakes me. How about that? Yeah. I'm not going to make fun of you for that. <laughs> no. You, Cause of crying. You me. <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously crying. I don't think, I don't cry? see you cry. Helen, are Helen you said, ugly cry? Are you an ugly crier? Um, like with the, the yeah. quiver? <laughs> no, I get, I get, I get shy. I'm like a shy cry. Shy cry. Yeah. Helen said, my wife said, does Seth cry? I was like, this <laughs> she said that once. Is does that right? Have, like a tear duct thing. <laughs> Is that how <laughs> like she a, thinks I am? Like I'm reptilian. A I'm a crier for sure. Are yeah. you? Oh yeah. Is it like I mean, kids yeah. stuff? What makes you cry? Um, when people die. Dying. Okay. <laughs> Dying. Um, I've teared up in movies. I I cried. Uh, I teared oh. up in watch your watch your words. Awakenings. No, awakenings. with like Robin Williams. No, with yeah, with Robin Williams. I at oh. the end where Robert De Niro has been getting this treatment for. Um, um, uh, you're a medical uh, encephalitis. I know what was it? I forget. Yeah, I well, that, no, you know, I don't know. I, I think this is you're a, a hospital bed crier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good crier. That's, no, that's how I guess. Do you do you quiver? You're a quiver guy. I wouldn't quiver, but my face doesn't look good. Oh, yeah, uh, you not, know, it's like unsexy yeah. cry. You know, it's unsexy. Who cries right? sexy? Like the movie people. You know, they do. Do you think they like get coached up? And they're like, cry yeah, for sure. They're Damn. good at it. I want to root for them. 
Yeah. But anyway, I, um, Ryan Gosling was crying in, in, in Blade Runner last night. My wife was watching it with me late at night. Uh, it was a great <laughs> scene where he cries like straight. His face doesn't move, but then just like an Indian tear. Yeah, I see. Uh, I, by the way, Indian cry. here, it comes from the 70s. It's trash. Uh, uh, remember uh, the Indian who cried because he saw America becoming polluted? Do you know that commercial? What a classic. Please tell me you know it so you can rescue oh, me. Oh, I know it for sure. Not, not by the way. Only you, um, uh, no, uh, oh, he's standing by a highway that's littered with trash or something. That's what it is. It's not yeah. a South Indian cry. It's a native Indian cry. Native Indian cry. Those guys can cry coolly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Indians so that sometimes right. gets so, you so, to cry. Okay, so at any rate, let's, uh, sorry. So um, here are my three religious experiences all dealing with death the first one was in 1992 ish or uh i was 22 years old oh no so i was in 68 so it was uh 1991 or 90 uh my dad died here's to my dad paul roman really um a wonderful person gaggy margos gaggy margos um he had died and a couple maybe a week later, two weeks later, I don't remember, but I was still living in the house that we grew up in, you know, and, uh, um, I was sleeping one night and all of a sudden I felt, uh, that I heard him walking from his bedroom into the room I was sleeping in and it was so, and then he was standing over my bed looking down at me and it was so, uh, real that I um, was terrified to open my eyes and and like I thought about scared, it over the years terror? well this I think I was terrified because once I opened my eyes I knew he would be gone I knew no. that I would be oh you had that, that I, thought yeah and so um, and I opened my eyes and <laughs> he, was, he gone. was not gone but I it's um I knew he was standing over me as much as I've ever known something that I couldn't science know it. Yeah. Okay. You can you hear so, can you hear your buddy Richard Dawkins going, right, thanks for the story, not interesting. <laughs> Move along. Yes. That's why I keep molecules. These, uh, anybody that's decided to listen tonight is, are hearing stories that um to be honest, I don't you know, and my wife doesn't know some of these. Wow. You know? Yeah. The next one was, um, I was reading a book given to me by my friend. The book's called Sitting. It's a book on Buddhism and, you know, how it's just about sitting hmm. because you're, I think I may have brought this up before. Uh, did I tell the story before? At any rate, mm, um, mm, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a book on sitting. It's, it's just a thin little book that's, uh, given to me by my friend Todd Fife. Here's to Todd Fife, uh, oh, just an unbelievable Todd. person. Yeah, obviously you know where this is going now. Yes, I do. Todd's Gaggy Marjos. Todd's Gaggy Marjos, um, and he, you know, I, I I tend to read a lot of different books at the same time. Put one down, pick it up, and so you pick it up. You know what I mean? Wherever you are, and so uh, I put I put this down. Um, bent in half onto my table and then you know other books get put on it and things and whatever and my uh friend todd uh took his own life and this is a guy who i knew 
um, when I was 14, he, he, uh, he changed my way of thinking. I would not be here right now if it wasn't for him. Wow. Uh, just changed my way of thinking and a brother and he committed suicide. Um, and he, um, had given me this book. And so it was probably a couple of weeks or maybe a month after he had, uh, died that I picked up the book that he had given me and I pulled it and it was split in half, you know, and I pulled it up and with, um, I was on the top of this page right here. I know exactly mm -hmm. where this is. It was on the top of the uh, left-hand page. Um, the, and I had finished around the first paragraph. So I reread the first paragraph. And I remember, oh, yeah, this is where I was kind of leading off. Because the next line in says, and what do we do when our best friend commits suicide? <laughs> what? Yeah. And you were just coming to that part yeah. of the book. I was, and I had put the book down. Yeah, bro. That's I mean, I don't know what you say that, but it, 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 do you think God did something there or is it the law of chance? All right. So let me just go. We, we, this is a whole. Topic. Well, that's a good conversation, but that story yeah, right, right, right. is, it's, I like it's, hearing this, man. It's yeah. interesting for sure. Yeah. And then the third one was, I have another friend who was also friends with us, um, with Todd and me, and um, got hit by a train. Here's to Jim, Jim Springer. Jim Springer is a good Jim Springer. And he got hit by a train and then died. And I, again, I remember that. We, yeah. So we were brothers, you know, and um, at, when we were... 18 or 19, we went to Michigan uh, to a friend's house and we wanted to get out of there and the other buddies that drove didn't want to. So uh, Jim um, and I, and actually and a girl uh, and a girl that was I was dating at the time, and we were all about 18, 19, and we hitchhiked back from Michigan. And uh, along the way, it was just like a great journey, really epic journey of just like, it was a beautiful day and we walked for a couple hours and we got rides and people took us through drive-throughs and right. the back of their pickups and, you know, just classic, you know, and we rationed our cigarettes that we were smoking right. and, and, and your friends were trying to ditch you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were like, you were that guy on that trip. <laughs> Sorry, guys, Jim. Guys, we're, Jim, where this are is, you? Jim, this is a beautiful story, but. I just know Seth is like, hold on, hold on, guys. I got cigarettes. <laughs> I just holding them, yeah. So he, and all along the way, he was singing this song uh, by the Hollies. Um, what is it? Uh, riding along on a carousel, oh, yeah, trying yeah. to catch up to you. You remember this? Sure. Just a random, weird, poppy uh, song, the Hollies. And so we sang it all day as we were walking along and trying to catch rides and whatever. And um, a few years ago, I was, uh, so this was, you know, this was 20 years ago that this happened. And then my friend uh, was killed about 10 years ago. And a few years ago, I was driving to um, Wisconsin, Sheboygan, uh, with my family in the car. 
you know, and uh, my girls are reading and Alice is reading or they were talking, whatever. And so um, and I was just thinking that the day looked a lot like that day. It was just sunny. And I don't know, I just had a flash back to that day. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about um, just in my mind, you know, and feeling the sun on my face. And it was really a beautiful moment. And I snapped to. And I realized that the girls are talking and whatever. And I thought, you know, I got to get back to, you know, I got to concentrate what's going on. And I right. clicked the radio button and that song was on. <laughs> this is a song. I know this sounds really This is shaking cheesy. you. No, it's I know shaking it you at the time, right? Yeah. At, yeah, it's shaking me now. I mean, I know it sounds really cheesy and this happens to people and they don't attribute anything extra to it, but... This is something that I was like, what is going on, you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't say anything. And so when my wife listens to this podcast, if she does, uh, <laughs> I think she's getting tired of this kind of crap. <laughs> so she's not listening anymore. Wait, great she line. gets bored. I think yeah. she's getting tired of this sort of crap. So there's yeah. other crap She'll like listen this. She'll listen in. I say, hey. Um, so uh, I just then drove the next few miles in it. Yeah. Know? So I got a question. Yeah. Is yeah. the in it um, joyful or is it? Um, yeah. It's. Or is it uh, scary? Uh, I think it's both. Okay. I think it's. Uh, Sweet bewildering. Sorrow. It's bewildering most of all because then you start to think, oh my God, if. If there really is something out there, I'm not getting on John's podcast anymore. <laughs> you, you, there's no reason for you to do that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, so I know that, I know that, you know, this is just some crazy coincidence. There's no, like, Jim's not coming to me through radio. Wisconsin radio. He's decided to, you know. What part of you knows that? Like, your mind or something? Yeah, or? my mind my mind is that the part of you that makes that decision that that that's the part of uh me that has to make the decision okay do you, you do know. it like math is it become i i'm not trying to poke a hole i think it's beautiful no, go ahead and i think i out. no there's an answer to all that i mean no no oh no i don't, I don't want to say that i do not have an answer to what that is but i think there's a way of understanding it at least from the orthodox old world perspective but what I'd, I'd be interested in your perspective your old world perspective so first of all i want to say stuff like that happened that that happens every now and then and then maybe i'll tell a story about my dad but there's layers so i think sometimes movies try to do this inceptions one it's like layers this is just an explanation yeah. done with words out of a like a mind already could, i'm buying it and so I, uh, what feels like a different time period to you like later it's all happening sort of concom concomitantly it's it's touching the each thing the book you were reading right the actual suicide they're touching and then you're experiencing it in your mind at different time periods but actually what's happening is in some ways that you're experiencing the various layers of reality all at the same time. But it, to you, it looks like through time. That's one way I've been told. It's like, but again, 
I don't know if I can even explain it. You know, a lot of old traditions don't try to explain this stuff in the way that like me and you modern men would try to explain it. And that's, yeah. I think that's why light people gave up on trying to explain about death. Cause they just don't, there's no evidence, right. For anything. Yeah. Right. And that's the whole thing. And that's what, uh, is that what makes you say it's coincidence? Well, well, I don't know. You know, my whole uh, way to get through my deaths, um, and don't worry, people, listening audience, there's plenty more deaths to come. <laughs> By the way, can I yeah. say that? Well, this I mean, dude, that's yeah. not, there's a lot of death, Seth, in your life. Yeah. With people yeah. you love. Yes, correct. Um, it, this is my point, is that the that's the closest I've had to what I think would be uh, what you would call or maybe feel as a religious experience. And it all has to do with death. So I am, cons uh, I wouldn't say concerned. I I'm interested in death. I don't love talking about people who died, but I'm going to do it tonight because, uh, it, they deserve it. Um, but the real pain in getting past the deaths that I've suffered in my life has been trying to find reason in it. Mm -hmm. And I realize that's a fool's errand. And so, uh, and that can only bring pain. And so this is, I've really worked on acceptance. Um, Do people, you know, are they giving you and helping you with that vocabulary? Like, is that something is what is the that, word acceptance? Yeah. And acceptance. And like, is, is there a way to accept, like to, to go, is it just you thinking a lot? Or are you talking to other uh, people? Like, you know, cause the rituals and the rites, and the liturgies in the old world, whether they be Christian or not, those are all like real-time experiences in like trauma um, and uh, healing. Yeah, that's what it is, trauma. Yeah, it's like a way to work through trauma and heal through something that, you know, my tradition would call sacramental or sacred experience, which is liturgy. How do you do it? Like what happens? Yeah. You yeah, think about it. I think, you know, and I think this is where I don't really align with my people because a lot of, um, you know, I'm fortunate to have a lot of people that love me, that try to help me through these things that I've experienced. And a lot of times they're, they're, their ways to deal with the trauma, which they suggest for me, don't work. Like their ways are, you know, oh, you remember how great a brother you were. That'll make you feel better. You know, that'll get you through oh, the trauma. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, no, I'm just thinking about how <laughs> your brother I was. You know what I mean? That's a, you right. know. Right. So, there, is, there is an assumption yeah, that you were right. great. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I was a one, and um, I know it. Medium. <laughs> So, you know, oh, you know, your dad was so proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Times. Like that one time when I took out the garbage, yeah, exactly right. when he told me to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, so my way is that, and this is not just for death, uh, that I'm really trying to incorporate this thing into my life is um, to accept it uh, uh, means to... Um, stop trying to find reason for it. And yeah. uh, that just helps me get through the pain and trauma. You know, um, that's where, you know, the reason in the new man, uh, he seems to leave it off 
because if you if you just decide that there is no reason for that um, and everything is a math game, you know, chance, whatever, I heard the song, you know, or the page of the book or whatever. It's um, flimsy. It's flimsy. It doesn't it help seems. you. But, well, it just it just doesn't help me to try to think that, oh, you know, these types of things. God only gives you what you can handle. You know, the, it's... Do you see uh, his face, ladies uh, and gentlemen? No, pure that's despair. one of my... Oh, my God. You know why? Because this is one of my uh, most hated of these aphorisms that are thrown about by... Oh, right. So when you've had these people. death moments, people are... You can handle it, but yeah, I just don't like that. Yeah, you know what? And I've started also doing something um, when I meet people who have lost people, which is to say, uh, because what is the uh, first experience? If I said, John, my brother died, what would you say? Um, well, you just met me at a party, you know, especially as a stranger, even more so if it's a stranger. I said, well, and my, I'm home because my brother died. What would you say? Well, dude, I would say your man, awkwardness, man, I know. even it just, what would you, can I look? your awkwardness, so it looked like even in this role playing just scene, below the camera, it does like, not, God, don't hang out with John at any parties, people, because <laughs> yeah, that's right. What would you Wait, say if I just said, I would just go like. <laughs> Um, uh, where's the refrigerator? No, I would say at the party, <laughs> <laughs> at the party. All right. I, I, I'm going to tell you what I do. Honestly, if I, I just say, John, yeah. John, uh, I'm here in town because my brother just passed away. What would you say? I would say memory eternal mate, because that's what I say to people who die in, in, oh, that okay. I know in church, that's an actual chant. It's a, it's a hymn, however you want to call okay. it. Okay. Right. That's a good one. Right, that's I, good I mean, one. can't I, do your people say, Hope you can keep him going. Strong. My people say, "Oh, I'm sorry for it's your pain." Really, always just, yeah. I don't know. I I felt this seems because after "Oh, I'm sorry," uh, I don't know. It just always rang hollow to me. Um, it yeah. doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Just for me, I'm not judging anybody that says it. You know, but yeah. it's just like that's not what I want to say to people. Right. So now if somebody says, you know, and this just happened, this just happened. I just met somebody whose husband died. And I said, I hear Oh, this. Uh, uh, what's his name? And she said, uh, Bill. And I said, let's drink a toast to Bill. Okay, man. Okay. I think that's, a I don't know. It just concept. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Memory eternal. Maybe I'll but, start using that one. That's no, but, but Seth, it's really interesting because that is a very, uh, the old orthodox in this case first of all what's his name or her name yeah immediately because yeah. god knows you as as an individual and then you would say yeah. okay may bill's memory be eternal and then i would but some people get you know at some point you're going to bail out of the traditional conversation but you i might say let me put his name in my icon corner and i'll pray for him for the next 40 days so there's an you activity did that for my attached. sister yeah, yeah i did, did that, that for your for sister. sister i did and so that's one of the ones coming people. Yeah. That was, that was a tough one. You're a tough guy tonight. It's impressive. Yeah, I know. But, I'm going to go through. Yeah. I tell you, memory eternal is something that 
I, I hear it. And then I heard it sort of on CNN. You didn't think I was going to say that, did you? <laughs> it was Wolf Blitzer and somebody, Ouch. they were doing some COVID Ouch. explanation of, you know, a woman somewhere. And then she said, you know, Emily Jones, may her memory. And I was going, what? what? <laughs> may her memory be a blessing. I was like, wow. what are they doing there? Like, <laughs> we're taking what? all your best stuff. CNN? Like, and then I just got like, uh, I feel like they did like a research, like a marketing study on that. <laughs> Don't you feel like that? Check that one out, guys. Check that one out. Send that one through the machine. <laughs> this one's going to run. <laughs> We're going with it. We're going with it. Tell the other guys, tell Don Lemon to go with it. They ran the little Chiron blow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They did that. Memory, it will live. Uh, May it be. A blessing. I'm like, that's kind of a ripoff, but okay. <laughs> Let's, should we do? I think we should get to the calculator. So, you want yeah. To do the so calculator? I think that, so here's something that um, I, I talk about death a lot because uh, with my family and my friends and with my children, I, uh, I want them to be, you know, I read this, the number one job and really ultimately the only job you have as a parent is to prepare your child for your death. That's it. And right. And I think that works for both new that, and old. I think that's a new world, old world ladder. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty yep. good. And so uh, part of it is. Um, I would being, add, I can hear one more thing Yeah, from my side of the aisle would say for your death, for sure. But they need to prepare for their own. That would definitely be added. Go ahead. I, I sure. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, I think that it's important to kind of be sober about, you know, what your life looks like, you know, pragmatically from where you are till, yeah. This is, is that science? Thing. This is yeah. your thing. Yeah, this is my thing. This is Guys, my thing. this is one of my dearest friends on the whole planet's thing. <laughs> this is it. Can we pull this up? Do you want to do yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And so, so there, are, as okay, I pull ahead. this up, what is the idea behind this most excellent idea that Here we're is going the idea. to calculate Here is the idea. our life? We're jumping right over to science's turf because actuarial science is, is people who have quantified uh, death. And so this is a super new world, you know? Yes, we're actually right. putting a number to your life. I uh, we got to do it. Here's the lifespan. <laughs> also, look at the name, lifespan calculator. <laughs> Classic. We really re we really reduce it to its. If you look at the bottom, there's Northwestern Mutual. Oh. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you guys are praying to yes. God or whatever. I'm. Praying to Northwestern <laughs> Mutual, hundred percent, right after out that. of <laughs> Omaha. I think they're out of Omaha. Um, okay, so see, what I liked about this is, and I've done a bunch of these ones. I like this one because you get a uh, question by question running total of how long when you're going to die. Yeah. So if so you're you not seeing this, if you're listening on a podcast, it's just a page on the website where when we're done shortly we will calculate how long how much longer we have on this earth 
yeah. Uncle Seth and I. And okay. you're going to see what um, I love it because it really quantifies certain aspects of your life and what it means to years that you have left on this earth, whatever you believe, uh, new or old, there is um, there is a number that There's is associated number. with you. There's, There's your number. number, which is exactly you want to be in that number. Yeah, it was exactly well, the opposite of what the gospel says. You do not know the number, but let's keep going. Right. And my um, first page gets me to ouch. Okay. I forgot there were going to be these. Oh, things. ouch. Okay, Ooh, this is tough. So you're five. I, feet it's me. Two. <laughs> I'm six one. Six one. 205. 205. All right. I, yeah, I used to be. You caught up uh, to me. I love it. I was it. thinner. I was thinner. Okay, hold on. COVID. I'm doing mine the same time, right? Okay. Six. Yeah. One. No, guys. Yeah, I'm six you, All you people out there. I was 6'2". Uh, At some point, okay. I was 6'2". Yeah. I'm, and guess what, though? This is the what? sad part. 209. Ouch. Bam. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, okay, now <laughs> look at this. Is this me or you? It's just my body's type. It's just my body type. <laughs> All right. This one. Uh, You're Greek boned. Okay, so this one is you right here. Okay, so what best yeah. describes your family? Is your family member live to age 70 with no cardiovascular before 55? Cardiovascular problems of a family member before age 55? Two or more family members with cardiovascular problems before 55? I don't know mine. And... Uh, mine is solidly two or more family members with cardiovascular problems before. It, there it goes. It only goes down two years for that, though, which yeah, is pretty impressive. So I'm at 77, but I have to answer. Yeah. So cardiovascular problems with a family member before age 55. 55 I have not had. I have had uh, 59 and 60. So I don't think I'm going to have to answer there. Okay. I answered. Uh, and you moved up. I moved up to 79. So right now I'm at 79. I'm kicking. You're at 74. So okay. blood pressure. Um, um, which best My blood you? pressure is checked regularly with normal reading. My uh, blood pressure is good. So it's blood pressure checked regularly with normal reading. Nice. Uh, my blood pressure, I don't think I've ever checked it. To be honest, um, is there one for that? Don't don't know don't know, know my blood pressure. That is true. <laughs> You've never checked. I don't check it. I I'm not proud or anything. It's just. Uh, aren't you married to a nurse? <laughs> By the way, she says the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Guess what? I'm at seventy-seven, and you are at seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, stress. Stress. Seth, this is testing your stress to okay. find out where you when you will die stress is a positive influence i have my share of ups and downs stress often overwhelms me and then your section here says stress makes me cry a lot no that's not one <laughs> ugly cry <laughs> quiver um, <laughs> a quiver cry i would say as i get older actually stress has um it's been tougher for me I see. Um, but i'm gonna go with I have my shares of ups and downs. Shares of so ups it's and downs and often is the wrong word there. I'm going to go share of ups and downs. Ups and downs. Yeah, that's it stays the same. Okay. Ouch. Ouch. Exercise. Ouch. So this will help us understand when you're going to die. And this one's about exercise. Yeah. Um, daily vigorous cool. exercise. Walk a minimum of 30 minutes, four days per week. 
somewhat active, which is just code for potato chips. <laughs> Not active is code. Okay. For... Is on, this yeah. me or you? This is you. Okay. I... I'm going to say not active. Ooh, watch this, baby. Yeah. What happened? Seven, I'm at 77. Oh. Three years that cost me. Oh, man. I know. So, I used to be very active. Uh, I weirdly have it. Some, as my wife says, she says, for a fat person, you sure do love to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote. That's a Rosalind <laughs> special. Ra Helen here's moment where because she has one of these bodies that you just keep right, going exactly. She's like, for a fat person, you really do exercise. Thank goodness, or you'd be dead. <laughs> so really, right. daily vigorous. Do you really too, like? Uh, well, no, you should do it then. It's if too you strong, daily what, no, vigorous. No, no. no. I that think other so. one is a little weak. Walk. No, I think do the 30. vigorous. Do the vigorous. You do I'm, it. I'm gonna regularly. Ooh, wow. it gained you three years. What kind I of exercise definitely do you do? five to six days a week. So that's kind wow. of daily vigor. Yeah, for sure. All right. You talked me into it. Diet is next. Diet. Bro, right now. I mean, you're about to go. I know. <laughs> I'm going to make it through the podcast. <laughs> Watch this baby turn up 55. <laughs> like, honey, we got to take a trip. <laughs> like, I got to get a sports car. I'm going for the sports car. I need, a, I need sports car and Viagra, Viagra right now. <laughs> sorry. Uh, right. Sorry, mom. Um, diet. Yeah. Mrs. Choose, Sears. Choose your He's the one that's doing this. See? It's not me. I didn't do anything. Choose your eating habits. Uh, you eat more than five portions of fruits and vegetables. Uh, I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aver My diet average amount good. of fruits and vegetables and minimal With fast. Minimal fast. Well, I don't eat a lot of fast foods. I don't want to say eat more than four portions of fruits and vegetables per day, are they saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, eat more than five portions of fruits and vegetables. I, I think mean, that's five, in a week. No, it's not, <laughs> not a week. Wow. Clearly, you, clearly I'm not that Clearly, one. he went into podcasting instead of <laughs> dietary science. <laughs> Where are you? Eat fast or processed foods regularly no, and no. So, vegetables. So I would say average amount. I mean, I eat a lot of vegetables. I don't eat much fruit. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'd go to the middle one. That didn't help you that much. That okay. puts you 74. My diet is not five portions of fruits and vegetables. Five? Who does that? Average amounts of fruits and vegetables. I do yeah. this Vega thing where I get all my minerals in one shake. I'm going to go there. How about that? And not would you like to talk to the podcast members after the <laughs> podcast about being a representative? <laughs> This is terrible. Listen. Seatbelt. Now, this makes a big difference. But these days, everybody has to answer yes. Wait, seatbelt is on yeah, the lifespan calculator? Northwestern Mutual knows that. People who are older are oh not used to wearing a seatbelt. So seatbelt uh, is a factor. Do you always buckle up? Get into I the always habit. buckle up. I always. So you're a yes. Yeah, yeah. Give All me right. a year. Um, I, I, I have to admit, I do. I mean, maybe I pull out of the, I'm one of those driveway guys that puts it on. That's yeah. I'm out. one of those guys. Okay. There I am. 81. Gotcha. I can, John, you're going to be around <laughs> driving. Oh, so don't get me started on COVID. Apparently driving is what kills everybody. This is what's happening right now. This Listen, is wild. And, and this is, I think this is instructive. This is really instructive because you realize that. Um, 
these guys are money guys. So they get the mm. the science of this correct because it's all about the almighty dollar. So they want to get it right. So they've gotten it down to a granular science. Uh, science. So driving, no action, accidents or violations in the past three years. Um, I wonder if violations accidents. is like a speeding camera. Do you think that's a violation? Oh, yeah, mm, man. It is. Violations are violations. That's why I'm looking at this. Look, at I'm seriously okay. into this right now. Driving. Four or more accidents in the past two years. Convicted of driving while intoxicated in past five years. More than one DUI. More than one DUI. I would just be interested in seeing, I mean, what? how much does that take off your life? If you've had... <laughs> you want to be more, the guinea pig? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. No, don't do it. I, uh, I've had a couple of red light right cameras. Now. Or speed cameras. I shouldn't say red lights. I don't go through red lights. But speed violations, um, I would go with that second one. In three past three years, I've had a couple of red light cameras. Got I it. mean, uh, speed cameras. Got it. I am going to answer. I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to be a jerk. No violations, dude. I drive like a granny. Got All right, drinking. Drink. <laughs> you know, okay. No. <laughs> now, this is where it really takes yeah, a head. This, this for is, me. Me too. I mean, um, don't drink. Oh, this or is never you. Drink. This is you. Is this me right now? Or this is yeah. me. Yeah. This is you me. can do your. That's fine. I'll do me. Uh, uh, don't drink or never drink more than two drinks a day. No. Three to four drinks more than two times a week. No, not really. Three to four drinks more. So that's no, I don't do that. Five or more drinks at one time more than once a month. Five or more drinks at one time. Like tonight, I'm not having five yeah. drinks. Yeah. So it's you. Or never drink more than two drinks a day. Never no, is a hard word one. there. This, you I sure know. these guys are science? No. The <laughs> Three to four drinks more than two times a week. Three uh, to four drinks more than two times a week. You might be that guy. All right. I'll answer that. Because that's sort of a moderate type of drinker. So it would be like, yeah. It's moderate, but it's not crazy. Right. I'll have a wine with my wife. Okay, I'm going to Oh, gosh, that hurt me. That How took many me years? down to three? 79 for three, three years for drinks. that. Ouch. That bottom one is five or more drinks at one time. Uh, What's that about? Okay, yeah. what are you going with? <laughs> That's the one I'm going with. <laughs> That's the one you're going with? <laughs> you know, because for me, um, like, I don't drink during the week. I've never been somebody that would just have a drink at home by himself. Um, but when I go out, which was probably once a week or I play music once a week, um, uh, I just, yeah. I have this yeah. intake, whether it's milk or water yeah. or scotch or beer, I drink about this many fluid ounces per sip. And that's your more so, than once a month. So there it is. Yeah. Uh, that I don't, getting, don't even, yeah, that took you down. Ouch. Wow. Ouch. ouch. So I'm at 79 years, so I know when I'm going to die currently during, because of this test, so do you, <laughs> and it's not pretty. I know. You want to do smoking? Smoking, okay. Never smoked, quit more than two years ago, quit less than two years ago, smoking less than two packs per day, smoke two or more packs per day. What do you think about this? I smoked, I was always against smoking, and my dad, here's to him. He died Cheers. from smoking, really, you know? 
So this is let's part face of it. That's let's that face narrative. it. And so I was really against smoking. And then when I was in college, I smoked for a couple of years. You know this type of thing. Um, do you think that's what they mean? Yeah, I do. Did you did you quit more than two years ago? That kind yeah. of thing. Uh, that right? You think it's that kind of thing? I yeah. smoked for a couple of years in college. Okay, fine. Put that. Like you didn't have than, a cigarette when you went played bass the other night. You didn't, you didn't have a cigarette. I haven't had a cigarette in 30, 30 years. Oh, then that's more than that. Not quit. a puff. No. no, quit more than two years ago. That's you. Yeah, that's you. Oh, you could bump you back up to seventy. Great. You can take that vacation a little later now. <laughs> so, put the cigarette out. Uh, click. Okay. You never smoking. smoked. Right? I never smoked. I never. Okay. I don't think I've had one cigarette. Now cigars. Uh, no, that's cigars. That. That's cigarettes. Yeah. That's cigarettes. Okay, lifespan calculator now takes us to drugs. I forgot Ouch. that we were doing that. Ouch. <laughs> By the way, this is, is where, this when we get arrested? That's right. This is where you lose subscribers. <laughs> I'm not, I may not answer truthfully. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm fair kidding. enough. Drugs. Read this out because maybe there's some uh leeway in the in the well, description. First of all, if people are watching, they've already read it. But for those who are on the podcast, it says drugs. Taking drugs is one of the best ways to lose the life lifespan calculator. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> so drugs, never use drugs for recreation, use drugs for recreation. So that's weird. Wait, 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 wait. No, it says if you use hard drugs like cocaine or narcotics, it's time to look at your lifestyle, not, not your longevity. Your longevity. <laughs> they just said quit the test. Right. right. You need to get off the computer and <laughs> if you're taking this test and you just read this, this is how you decided, right? <laughs> it's just better um, to stop. Okay, no, test. I think they're talking about like cocaine or narcotics. I smoke pot. Yeah, you said it. I'm do are we are we counting that? Can I say that? that? No, I'm not counting that. Uh, they're talking about cocaine or narcotics. So then use drugs, never use drugs for recreation. Never use drugs. Oh, you got bumped up for that. No, that's now, some you. people just went. Some people that just was went, you. Oh, well, I can say that too. If okay. that, the, if it's cocaine and narcotics, <laughs> if it's cocaine and narcotics, what about bath salts? If it's bath salts, <laughs> you got to put me as heavy user. I was seriously last night, I was dropping some melatonin. <laughs> Mainlining and snorting a big fat rail of melatonin. <laughs> You've got never used drugs too. Which never to use drugs. A lot, a lot of people are like, "Wait, did these guys just not count marijuana?" But they're t calling it cocaine and narcotics. Yeah, and it's not like I'm doing bongs all the time or whatever. You know, <laughs> no. I mean, that's what it's trying to get to. What is this question trying to get to? Do I use drugs in a yeah. way that would endanger right. my life? No. Right. And again, to determine when you're going to die. Right. So doctor visits. I regularly check I regularly schedule checkups. This is for you with a physician. I go to yes. see a doctor's office when I feel ill. I never visit a doctor. I regularly schedule checkups. See, man, this is this is good. I, I'm gonna Can answer you here. No, guess what? Can for me. Here. A doctor visits for me is I I go to the doctor's office and no, not even when I feel ill. I mean, <laughs> if it gets really You bad. never visit a doctor? I'm not proud of that, but John, oh, you shouldn't Lord. be. Again, I refer you to they his wife, the nurse. Well, I kind of rely on her, but I don't think they okay. mean that. 
I don't the think numbers are in. John here is 81 years old. <laughs> Guess what this means? I Not can bad. start doing cocaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should go back and see how much that cost us because if it's only two or three years off the end total, What's the what are you waiting for? I came in at 81, solid. That's actually the, the age my dad died. Okay. Uh, maybe you're, sorry, you're earlier. Okay. Uh, dude, you came in 72. Oh, no. I'm not even sure you qualify for um, retirement benefits at that point. I know, I know. I know, 72. it's bad. I've Is done be these before, people. <laughs> Look at, people are listening going, wait, he's done these before? <laughs> no yeah, one's done I've done these. these before. There's a bunch of different ones, you know? Um 72 is your number. Yeah. Okay. And so it's so funny because when I bring this up to people, especially my wife, uh, she thinks it's so morbid, whatever, you know, I don't see it that way. I think it's sort of empowering to, Could you to know I've got 20 years left. How am I going to structure my 20 years? This is you know, so fascinating. And then, and then if I get 20 after that, if this is wrong, everybody's always like, oh, you shouldn't talk that way. You're going to live forever. You're not like your dad, whatever. But why? what sense in there is thinking that way? The sense is in thinking that you have 20 years left, live it or structure it. And then if you get bonuses on the back end, great. Yeah, but see what he's doing there, guys? That's very new world. Is because that? no, because your reliance is that thing is an algorithm that they just put in. Like it's some weird um, You're mathematical saying, equation, you know, right? You just tried to put weird in there to denigrate it. I did. It's not weird. It's well, well, you live by these algorithms every single day. This is what you're paying insurance for. You're living it. So. This is legit in terms of when, you know, your heavenly father is not going to uh, twist the numbers somehow. To like so, give me a couple extra. But, but especially, doesn't especially that feel like those numbers? The, <laughs> Where did those blow. numbers? <laughs> yeah, the, so is that going to let me off the hookup for the, for, yeah. the, for the cocaine? For the fat rails. Uh, listen, this feels so religious to me. Your people crack me up on this one. You've just calculated a number and then actually did a riff where you said, it helps me to structure my life. I feel like literally that thing was like a revelation to you. Like it came from heaven out of the internet and like hit you and you went, thank God. Doesn't it feel like that to you? No. It doesn't feel like that was a gift to you, that number? Like, uh, like yes, thank you. Thank no, you it, it feels, uh, yeah, knowledge is empowering. So it Thank you, saying, actuaries. <laughs> thank you, holy actuaries. No? No? Thank you for crunching numbers on my behalf, holy actuaries. <laughs> that doesn't we feel have like some that rights. I should do a rights with them. Where I erase their accounts unreceivable. And Dude, we go out you, you do do it right. You go into your account every month and move some over to a, a savings account <laughs> yeah, that's based right. on the that's actuaries. Right. That's you should correct. put on chance when you do that. I should. Boom. And then it's like now moving $142.50 based on the actuaries. Oh. <laughs> <Come on>. oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm making fun of it kind of, but. 
does the number, if the number was really low, is yeah. it really just that's pretty low? I've that means I'm going to be 53 this year. I have less than 20 years left Ooh. to live. Ooh. When you say it like that, yeah, it's not as funny. But bro, but brother, you have all these people. Not so many, but you have people in your life who were gone like way before their yeah. actuary would have said. Yeah. So doesn't that figure in? Meaning they're pushing my number higher? No, no. Meaning, like for averages? What do you mean? Meaning their number. How does that figure it in? Their number, right? If Jim yeah. had done this, his number would, would have been something like 72 or 81. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. So, uh, so are you saying that they're going to be wrong? You're saying. I'm saying just like St. Paul. They're says, just as likely. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody yeah, knows. Nobody knows. But they're just as likely to be wrong, and I die next year, as they are to that I die in thirty years instead of twenty years, or twenty minutes, or twenty minutes. Correct. But do you really? So, very few people actually can imagine it's 20 minutes. Nobody does that, right? No, nobody does that. But, you know, um, it's still prudent to um, think about given what we know. I don't know why you just don't want to believe in. Um, no, that's that a good you question. Don't believe in it. Yeah, I don't know why. The, the, There's a real, uh, a, a real clinging to life. Which is so weird because you guys are the ones that are uh, going to paradise. Paradise awaits. Oh, this and is... so why is there this real clinging to and uh, wait, you think I'm clinging because I don't like the I don't want to believe in the number. But what makes you think that I might not be saying it's tomorrow? Like what if I'm trying to live like it's tomorrow? You're not trying to live like it's smart. Well, Where's the blow? Where's the blow? Oh, this is interesting. So if I was, I would be having maybe, more maybe. fun now. Or you wouldn't be. Why are you exercising? That's Why do you exercise? Well, like the actuary said, because it keeps my body healthy. Why? To keep yourself alive. I mean, to, say, to uh, uh, make your lifespan longer, increase your lifespan. Well, what if I... How honest can I be? I want to be honest because this is Watar. That's what we do. Subscribers, John. Subscribers. Is this? <laughs> I don't care. You're going to lose them. I don't care. It, what if I told you I think the reason I actually exercise is this sounds creepy or really cool. Depends where you're coming from. Because I want to walk in the door and I want my wife to think I look handsome. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually i think like. the answer yeah, that's vanity I, that, though right yeah that's right but um maybe i owe it to her well no i don't think it's creepy but i i think that it's um it's ultimately well i mean maybe it is but you'd want to do that as long as you can which is ultimately trying to keep yourself alive oh you swung it back well, I definitely don't want to die. At least I haven't come to that point. But I do want to say one thing. I do think there is a, a mindset or a religious, how should we say, a spiritual, um, no, there's a, there's a spiritual way of being 
there's a spiritual ontology, a way of being that actually trains you to think that tomorrow's the day. And that when you get trained in that thought process, you live really, really heartily and wonderfully each day, but not with cocaine. It's preparing for the next world. (laughs) It's preparing for the passageway. So you would do that by being like, like hardcore, not at cocaine, but like hardcore at kindness. It drives you into this kind of hardcore living for really good, virtuous things. You don't buy that? I do buy that. You do? I, I do. I love that. I mean, uh, I, I, I buy it that, that it happens to some people, but I don't buy that it's a function of religion. Is that what you just said? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I, I said it's a function of a spiritual state of being. Oh, or, sorry. Of, of it. Well, maybe it is. May. Uh, yeah, but it could also be a function of pragmatism. It could also be a function of to live really it's hardcore, not pra- good, preparing for a death. That of course it is, but that might of not, course oh, it is. But what's practical about it? Because I, it's you don't know the world is not going to end. When you die. What? So practical here means, oh, for instance, if you knew tomorrow, Seth, that you're going to live on in some form, it would be practical to be good, kind, loving, all these things, to be prepared for that world. But if you don't believe... I disagree. If if I knew I was going to live on, it'd be practical to start wilding. Oh, see this? This is interesting. This is not... And the wilding, so oh, so there's no judgment in the past. Yeah, that's right, way. right, right, right. Exactly. Uh, you're saying live on means that I carry on whether what I whatever I did in this. Uh, okay. So let me clarify then. The key here is that you, I see, it's being practical depending on what the passageway looks like. If the passageway involves some sort of judgment or in other words, reward or something like that, then it is practical to be kind, loving, and all the things that are going to be judged as good, right? It's practical at that point. You're right. To be good. But you're saying if the judgment doesn't come or if the judgment is is you lived a good life, either right. way, let's roll, then you'd be wilding. Right. I mean, the, the judgment in my life comes from myself Got right it. now. So I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to do my best as I, what, with what I have left. So that number in the end, it actually structures the way you're going to live out yeah, something got, like a guess. It's, it's a good guess. Correct. Though. It's a, correct. It's a, okay. it's a nice way to do um, planning distal planning that's right from that's straight from my ef curriculum people distal planning 79.95 on amazon (laughs) did you write that that's hot uh no but it's distance planning and you know you teach kids that when you uh when you give kids uh, an essay to write or a project you don't tell them tomorrow do this and tomorrow then at the day after do this you go to the due date and then you work backwards. So the the day before a 30-page paper is due is not you're working on page 29. You, 
you give yourself two days before that. Then you work back. And then on the two days before that is you print the paper. The, the, the what day before that is you do the bib, whatever, you know, you, and you and, work and, back. But it's, it's, it's to acquire something. Right. It's to, to acquire a good grade or whatever. That planning is for the acquisition. Yeah, right, right. Oh, I see. Of, yeah, right. To to acquire something. Right. Now, we're working towards something, sure. But but not necessarily to become something. Not to you you're trying to acquire a grade or something that has utility. You're less in, it, it, to become something also it demands planning, right? So if I want to become good, then I have to act a certain way. But the thing is, is if you believe in the old world way, you don't know, even the actuaries don't know when you're going to die. And so each day becomes its own, its own opera that has an ending and it ends that night. And so here's the story for you to think about. In the old world that I know best, the Orthodox world, night is a symbol or icon of death. And we're, although we're up right now, we're using lights, night should put me in a state of awareness of death because sleep is an icon of death. When you're sleeping, you're actually like in a coffin. And when you awake the day, the resurrected sun, the sun brings you back to life. So there was this monk, I forget his name, but he used to sleep in a coffin and the other monks were nervous because, you know, though they're all going there for spiritual, you know, heights, they're all mixed bag and they're watching this guy and he's in a coffin. Like he actually made a coffin and then put his little mattress in there with a pillow and like got in and it actually Excellent. had a, like a skeleton painted on it. <laughs> and like one of the, his brother monks was like, Hey Abbott, this guy's not, he's not acting right. Like he's sleeping in a coffin and he's weird. Uh -huh. Like I walked in there and he got up out of the coffin like a vampire or something. <laughs> and so the abbot went to him. I forget the monk's name. This is a real story. I forget his name. He's like, Father Seraphim, uh, what's with the uh, coffin? And he said, and this is where the actuary thing really comes into play. He said, you know, what happened is, is I was starting to take things for granted slash I had a number in my head <laughs> when I went to die. And I felt myself getting loose and I felt myself being intemperate. And I felt like I needed to remember my death. So I built the coffin as a way to crawl into and remember that one day I will not get up out of here. And that each day I do, it's a remembrance of the resurrection and it brings me to life. And he meant like to live in life, like in the living moment of goodness. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. You can't do that with an actuary number though. The actuary number doesn't, why, it screws why that up. Why can't I, why can't I uh, have a number in my head? That's a, a reminder or a, 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 a goalpost of um, where, I am on my journey. Like if I'm at the, if, if you're on a football team, your play at the 20 yard line, 80 yards away is different from your play at the 20 yard lines uh, from the right end zone. So why not have that little reminder? Well, here's the answer or an answer. Cause you actually don't know what yard line you're on. Okay, but if you think you're around this yard line, then wouldn't that affect your play calling? Yeah, you would contextualize for 
And I think this is what the spiritual life would say. The old, the old worlders would say this. Yeah, you can do that. It's not reality though. It's like the matrix. It's just something you're constructing to help you feel better in a confused world. Are but you telling me that, are you telling me that? The, best. Are you telling me that the old world um, has some providence over the material uh, world and the date of my death? Yeah, it's it's tonight. It's when the sun goes down. It's an eye. It's your. It's I'm like talking every, about. Oh no, no, it's no. like the reality. I'm not it's like the layers. I'm talking about. No, yeah, I know. No. It's the layers. It's like it's. I like want to know this, John. Does does the old world and religion have some providence and some fate over when your children are going to be at your funeral? No. What do you mean by providence over? It, no, it doesn't. There's no type of thinking. There's no human that has providence over that. Correct. But correct. So, the, so the, whether hold on. So whether you're you're a a a, a believer or non-believer, on a on within a certain number of years, your children will be at your funeral. Yeah, or you'll be at theirs. You don't know. Yeah, correct. Fine. And so because uh, you don't know, though, the reality, the true reality is, is you don't know. And so therefore you prepare as if it's tonight. Yeah. Why is that incompatible to what I'm saying? Because you're just, preparing as if if your number is up tonight. I'm preparing as if my number is up in 19 years. Right. But, but think about that now. Imagine God created a school or whatever, and there were a bunch of students, and the teacher said, hey, guys, we got 19 years to get this done. Well, I know human nature that there is no kid starting that 19-year paper on week one. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. But if is it preferable to not have a due date? Yes. That's the art of it. But that's just what I think. What it's the art of it is thinking that the due date is tonight. The art of it is, is no, the art of it is in, is in according to reality. In other words, then it might be tonight. There's all these new Testament. There's all this talk of it in, in all kinds of traditions, but especially in the Orthodox tradition about keeping your candle lit and all kinds of stuff. About I support being ready, that. I mean, I, I yeah, I support that. I'm, I, I'm old world in that way. I support being ready. I'm all about being ready. Um, and what, so the actuary, the, number I'm, I'm, I'm trying to take the old world concept of being ready, apply it to this earthly plane where these, these numbers guys who are working money. Yep. I mean, we, they're working money. So they're, listen, wherever money's involved, people are going to figure out on this plane. You know what I mean? They're going to get it down to a, <laughs> why is that? Isn't that weird? I, it's really weird. It's sad. You, know? you can't count is, on that. Yeah. You can count on that. If money's involved, that's what it is. They've worked out the way things Well, the work. math, they did the math. They've worked, they've done the math. And so I don't think we can cheat 
that math. So if we're going to admit that there is some uh, reason in that side of it, I'm going to start there. This is where the money people say. Then I'm going to revert to old world to say, yes, I should be doing that every day. So uh, my favorite author, Philip Sherrard, he he's just awesome philosophy guy, old world guy. He says, there's some weird trick that's happened since the, 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 the enlightenment where the money guys doing the actuary, doing the actuarial work using math have become something like wise. And what he says is the reality is, is they are not wise at all. All they know is one recipe. It would be like having them be your chef. And then all they can cook is that one cookie. <laughs> That's it. You'd be like, these people aren't wise. They're just really good at this one cookie. But we kind of all want them to, to weigh in. And it drives me nuts. Yeah, but it doesn't, but it doesn't make that cookie not good. It, That's a legit cookie. Yeah, That's but the a legit thing is, cookie. Yeah, but it's like that cookie only ha- it, it it does one thing. It tastes good for like a split second, and then it no, it does what it does to me. Thank you, Helen. It makes me fat. It's not actually good for you. <laughs> it adds to my numbers. It gets my number down below eighty, or all the way down to seventy-two. Uh-huh. Dude, like, do you walk? Around, did you tell Allison you're a seventy-two? Yeah, yeah. And we've actually, we've had a lot of discussions about this. Is this, is she this her phrase? She's so, she's just so, uh, you know, Pollyannish. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, I call her Polly. So, because why shouldn't we uh, discuss that that's my number, that I took a thing? Because she's the first one to say, oh, that doesn't mean anything. Oh, she goes where I'm going. Yeah. She's going to say, oh, you could live to 92, whatever. That's not, that's not the point. Did she ever say you could, you could live to 64? If she did, she drop. I would accept her. I would accept her 92. Oh, I see. She always wants to bump it up. Correct. Yeah. They never want to say, whenever I tell anybody I've done these calculators, this is the number I'm living to. They never say, oh, don't, you know, it couldn't mean you, you're only living till, you know, it's a law of averages. You could no die tonight. No doubt. You, know. <laughs> you should have married my wife because she'd be like, hey, yeah, see the muffin top? Yeah, that's 61, what I was saying. Her, 61. Roz and I together yeah. are really a match made in hell. Here you are. Totally and hell. you and Allison, it would be guys, you guys would be dancing in Wee. marigold fields. Yeah, that's right. We, oh, it's. Tell Allison right on, girl. We got this. Can we take a um, take a break for the cause? We should. Let's do that and come back with the. Um, yeah, we'll come back. We'll wrap her thing. up. You know, good music. It starts with good vibes and lots of love, and that love is directed at what's happening right there in the moment. Intuition, music, beauty. Hilltop, the band, offers just such music. Check them out on SoundCloud. That's Hilltop with one L. And if you love Chicago and you love live music, check out Hilltop live on the weekend of June 5th featuring our very own Seth Rahman playing bass and acting as a light person extraordinaire for your musical enjoyment. That's right, Hilltop with one L. Chicago's best four-piece eclectic acoustic sound 
Check them out on SoundCloud. Check them out on Facebook. Now back to the show. That's um, a little commercial there, Seth, and we're back. And what we got to do is finish up with our uh, regular segment uh, that I love probably the most. First of all, let's just say this about our conversation. There's more for you to say. And, but I want to say this and don't, don't like fight me too much. I remember two particular moments when, well, one was your sister and, um, here's, here's to my sister, here's Maya, to your sister, Maya Raman, incredible person. Ask anybody that was lucky to know her. Dude. Oh man. I remember during that, that time, that morning period and also um jim where i tried to enter in on a conversation with you and you know i'm religious or whatever you didn't reject it but i couldn't get any tread and then i realized this is sacred man i have to watch out i have to watch out for this so that you opened up tonight a little bit it's pretty yeah I, it's pretty this cool. is, yeah that's a function of um this, actually, that's a function of the life calculator because I've realized that, you know, I have less time left to uh, to keep these people alive, you know, uh, because once they go um, and that memory of any of my memories with them are gone from the earth. Nobody knows them, you know, and nobody is so. That's what's happening. So that memory eternal, I don't say this in a pithy way. Use it. It's real. It's what we, it's, there's a reason it's coming out of this, these, these deep traditions, these years, thousands and thousands of years. It's, there's something about it that's real. And that memory eternal is, is moving you. That's pretty, that's pretty badass. Yeah, I think so. It could be the memory eternal or it can be the life calculator. That, oh, I see. It's uh, impacting you in a way. I, it's just making me uh, somebody that's doing something um, to honor these people that came before. Because you see fewer years on your life calculator. I, I, yeah, because I see fewer years that um, these people are going to be kept alive uh, within my power. I mean, obviously, they're... they're children are going to remember them or the stories and their mothers if they outlive you know if right. they outlive me but i don't know um, so it's and this and, is all a work in progress you know right but and so the life calculator is yet another reason to quit doing narcotics <laughs> well, I, <laughs> then you have more time to honor their memory. True, true. But again, it's uh, you got to balance it because yeah, I mean, you don't want to. I got, I got Jim's memory on one hand, and I've got that fat rail on the other. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jim would like that Jim joke. People. Would, Jim would, Jim love would that love joke. that joke. You love that joke. Jim, he Jim. would make that joke. He would. Have He'll be thrilled he, if there is a God. And Jim is somehow floating around somehow and knowing what's going oh, on. Why did he actually say will be bummed that he did? Because <laughs> that's what you guys do. You float. There's harps. Was, there, there? was there some 80s you cartoon guys, where everybody yes. from our generation says God and then some reference to floating? Yeah. He's what got a beard, that? white beard. There's a harp. 
<laughs> I, uh, I honor your concept though. Yeah. Jim would yeah, laugh Jim. and I'd like that the calculator, I mean, all things, right. All things can teach. And I like yeah, that. I wanna, Although I, sh- I should probably pay attention to it then. Although my number's solid. I got plenty of time. I'm doing good. No, you're, right, right, right. you're good. <laughs> I'd like to do one more shout out to Mark Moronic. Here's Mark Moronic who, who um, was not my friend for very long, but really made an impact on me when he was alive. And then he was killed in an accident, a horrific accident. And he was extremely religious. Hmm. His, his, uh, and his, was his family. And I saw his family at his funeral and they told me that, um, well, uh, Mark was only entrusted into our care by God. And now, uh, God has brought him home and, uh, they were so okay with it that I was pissed. I'm still pissed. And really, uh, that's a topic for another time, but yeah, maybe that's where it comes from (laughs) my animus, but I didn't like it and I don't like it still. They, yeah, still, I didn't like it. It was a ripoff. Uh, because they so, weren't they weren't because irritated he was, enough yes because they were not um upset enough uh they can do question. what they want they can do what they want obviously and it's their son how, how are you going to get through this and that's what got them through so in a way um in a way i envy people that can uh use use god as a way to get through the trauma. I mean, I envy that. I really do. But, but, but in a way, um, you know, for me, it was a ripoff. In fact, all the, all my friends that have, uh, my friends and family, and we could do a, a part two, you know, I even, even, I haven't even had drinks to so many of my people, you Maybe know, well, Maybe we will, I'm, but I'm I, don't know. I don't know. I remember being pissed, and now that I bring it up, I'm pissed again. So sorry, sorry. To That's end another it conversation. Can we? Yeah, we'll do that again. We could keep going and then do parts three and four or six, but it's just maybe really interesting. Maybe yeah. maybe we just do one second on this. Is the anger because a proper reaction? to Mark's death should be yes. a, a loss. Like, yes, you lost, man. You lost somebody. You lost. That's right. Because as much as you can sucker yourself with the idea that that it was a good for that person to enter the heavenly kingdom, um, there stop trying to deny yourself or deny the fact that this is a ripoff yeah you know yeah. and yeah. so uh, i'm There's so something's happy wrong. that something's not the, right something is i don't know if it's not even that right it actually is super right because we're all going to die i just think it's um have the balls to admit that you are hurting and it's a ripoff and you feel cheated 
and it's not fair. And uh, there, and you trying to pretend like there's some grand design pisses me off. That's interesting, though, because I can hear a lot of people saying, but there might be one. Yeah. <laughs> and you and then, know, and, and then and maybe I maybe I'm get so angry out of envy because something. they've got something that is providing them uh, comfort, and, and and I'm not trying to deny anybody. I'm not. Uh, I don't want people not to be comforted, but uh, I'll just say this: there's never been, um, in my experience in Orthodox Christianity or really any of the old world kind of religions, but death is um, wrong. So death is not meant for you and it's, it's ugly. So you, I don't know if you agree with this, but it doesn't matter. I'm just giving you a perspective. And so a, a proper reaction to death, whether it be you're passing a cat in a car on the road that got hit by a truck or something, or your loved one or whoever, death is just not, something's wrong. Like something's up, and and uh, I saw that in, in in Mali with my best Muslim friends. They were just mourning was almost like ritualistic. They were screaming. It was almost like that was what you were supposed to do, yeah. and and it all made sense to me in a lot of ways. But yeah, so that reaction even to me is like, well, yeah. Also, they might be right. Yeah. And maybe they've reached some spiritual state where they, they, they're really clear on his, on the reality of his being, like where he is. It's possible. Right. I'm not going to say. You hear both. You hear both you should mourn, and you hear also that, hey, man, death should not. Where is thy sting? Like, it should not be the the worst thing. So, I, I don't know. Let's do um, comments. Saya, death, where is the sting? That's in there. Yeah. That's that's the New Testament. Yeah. But at the same time, death is off. So. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I. Uh, it's paradox. You know, what's going to happen is, you know, after if people are listening still, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got I'm going to give you the Yeoman's Effort Award if you are still hanging in on this really sad podcast sad unentertaining podcast um i think what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of comments about uh you know Seth said this but then he said this is super contradictory you know he's full of which to that i say you're right I'm still working through it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I do not, uh, I don't know. what. I, the one thing I can know, and the, actually we can end where I started, is that I'm working on acceptance. Yeah, That's the only thing I know at this point in my life, uh, really, that makes any sense for how I should live my life. Yeah. Well, paradox, man. The, yeah. the, the, the the twin paradox of being our, our birth and death and they both it's they're very odd and they're impossible to understand and because they're paradoxical they're by nature irrational and so you go acceptance or 
in the old world, you say miracle or you say, you know, that which can't be understood. I don't know. Let's talk about comments from last time. These are actual comments from the comment <laughs> machine. Yes. Both online uh, where you can read them and also on my I'm phone tell where you, I get them personally. This is one of my favorite parts of the night. <laughs> is the comment really, machine with Seth, Uncle Seth. I'm Who's happy your, that people care to comment and also that they think I'm fully. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's sort of borderline shit. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not full. Like it's not, okay. it's, not it's not a pile. Okay. Of shit. Here full is full of it, but no, right. Well, here's the first comment, by the way, there's others, but we, we chose these three for um, <laughs> technical pleasures, but there's, pl there's hundreds more, more. but <laughs> here's the first one. Um, I won't tell you who said it. Maybe you can guess if you've been listening to the show. Quote, Seth is more fun than you, John, but he still <laughs> hasn't convinced me of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Seth is more fun than you, John, but he still hasn't convinced me of anything. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there, first of all. But here's what I would say. First of all, uh, <laughs> I don't. It, are, am I on here to convince anybody of anything? I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's the podcast that's my role. world. Maybe yeah, that's the interweb. What is my role here? Well, I just think your role is to be a human example of new world modernistic thinking. Okay, and so AA, my friend. Right. So, but do you, yeah. So I think whoever made that comment. Um, you know, yeah, I, well, I'm you're more fun. That's positive. Seth is more fun than you, That's true. but that, he still hasn't convinced me of anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I am right. So you. I don't know that you are fun, out. but his arguments aren't very good. <laughs> Here's another one. You ready? Okay. From the comment machine, which tends to be a little more active when Seth comes on quote, I was at a capy once. That's the dinners where we all get together. There's toasting and um, it's a really important part of our nonprofit work. Uh, I was at a capy once with Seth and he seemed indifferent. Was it because <laughs> of religion? Unquote. What? <laughs> I was at a capy once with Seth and he seemed indifferent. Was it because of religion? <laughs> oh my that's God. packed first of all yeah KP this is, is really religious but it's kind of really i gotta tell you you know are you boring I don't know are you boring in a kp i thought you're kind of fun you, you throw a toast out there i was killing i i was the uh tomata at one of these yeah with i think with andrew you were rolling out some andrew, right didn't i come up with your your family's place in wisconsin yeah wisconsin so i was up there i thought it was great but I did get into some. Maybe it was at that table where you thought you were great that they said I was at a KP once with Seth, and he seemed <laughs> indifferent. Can you just give me the a worst? You don't have to tell me uh, who this person was. Tell me where the KP was. I think this was in Naples. They're speaking of. Okay, I've been to multiple KPs in Naples. Um, indifferent. I don't That's know. harsh. Indifference like, worse than like jackass. Different. No, I I think honestly. Uh, at these KPs, I am really celebrating what I think is the reason you're there. 
and I think it transcends religion. You're there for, you know, these toasts are built on uh, something well beyond religion. It's yeah. Like, oh, well yeah, beyond I mean, religion. That's interesting. I like that phrase because religion yeah. makes me nervous as a word. Yeah, I, I think so. You're talking about values and, and, uh, um, reality goals and uh things to celebrate and i think i'm down for all of those things now whoever wrote this comment may have seen my face when somebody brought up jc oh i see that's or something you know what i mean something might have happened i don't know um and to be honest i it's not as if i'm like at these kp's if somebody's talking about something uh religious that i'm just like <laughs> you know like i'm not <laughs> you can't ladies and gentlemen no i know Andrew, that was excellent Andrew. but by the way by the way i love your reaction to this random quote because <laughs> seth is a pleaser people don't realize it. he's like I, fine i'll be better at the kb then whatever and... <laughs> Dude. that's true he's right and now wait till the next kb guys <laughs> you're gonna be like woohoo jesus <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey that toast reminds me of a lot of things but mostly <laughs> like the parable of the mustard seed for oh, instance no. oh no oh no <laughs> You lose. <laughs> okay. I could just I, see you like over trying, leaning over to the automata. Hey, I got one for you, buddy. You ready? Uh, just let me rip on this one. <laughs> this guy reminds me of John the Baptist. You know what I mean? I could see you totally overcompensating. Everyone's like, what's with that guy? What's with that guy? Why does he keep bringing up random biblical references? And then literally someone leans over and goes, it's because of that one episode 42. He's trying to make up. <laughs> Ready for a third comment? Maybe okay, the last great. comment and then yeah. we'll, we'll call great. it a night. Um, from the Uncle Seth comment machine. I love Seth because he doesn't take everything so seriously and seemingly is smart. <laughs> <laughs> Best quote ever. <laughs> Listen, start every start every podcast that I get to be on. Put put that. Can that be your beginning? Today, yeah. episode sixty one with Uncle Seth, who is seemingly seemingly smart. Smart. <laughs> um, I Best wish I knew who. It, I don't know who that was. Best quote ever. Well, I would say spot on. Yeah, I am seemingly smart. I love Seth because he doesn't take everything so serious. I don't take yeah. everything so seriously. I mean, I take, I take actually, it's funny because it depends on who is in my life that if you said that, they would say, are you kidding? He takes no, everything seriously. I'm, I actually do think you take everything seriously. I take but everything you, seriously. You're willing to flip it and make it funny even in the moment. So I, yeah, I that's, appreciate that. You know, and, and in a way, this is my way of dealing with the trauma of taking things seriously yeah. is to do these jokes. Um, yeah. But uh, this, so he's right on that point. The seemingly smart thing is he's right on that too. This might be a female. I am and they, seemingly smart. But they didn't say attractive, seemingly attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's just the guy. So, no, for sure. <laughs> listen, listen I, this is a true story, people. In, within six months, I had three people tell me uh, about romantic relationships with me 
My heart says yes, but my head says no. <laughs> oh, no. That's true. It's true. It's this true. This happened to you? This happened. That's code. Within, within That's six code, months, three you know. people. The fact that I had three people in six months that would say that? It's code. For what? It's code for you seem unstable. Correct. <laughs> I think that's what it is. They see no future with a like, person like me. Was it but heart says said, yes? Was it heart says yes? No, heart says heart says yes. Head, Head says, says no. no. Logically, you're not going to hook your wagon. But to they don't stuff. know. You must have not been using the lifespan calculator at that point. <laughs> no, if I could have told them, actually. If I had told him at that point, 72. <laughs> yeah. This was that's, when I was in my 20s. Bonanza. Was, that's right. In my 20s, that's like 50 years. Great. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You you missed it. But I'm sure they were nice people, but it all worked out. All right. Yeah. That's episode 42. Uh, you're the best. Thanks for coming on as usual. Thanks, everybody. Lot, but it was good. Everybody that listened to this, thanks so much. You guys. In the beginning of June, I'm playing a gig here in Chicago. Everybody's invited. And my band is, I think, uh, tries at least to capture the, the ethos of this podcast. And uh, John, you've heard my band. Is that an outlandish statement? No, 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 not at all. No, we, we, it's, it's. Uh, it would be. No, there's joy with a deep, subtle, m profound streak to the writing yeah. and to the to the music. It's really good. So um, that's what we tried to bring, and we're playing in June. Anybody can make it up to Chicago, Illinois. You're welcome. You can stay in my basement right here. I'm coming up, and I'm gonna somehow force you into a table with some cool people. Yeah. We'll do and if week. we do that, I'd love it. I, I, you might find me a little indifferent, but, <laughs> but only when, only when you bring up religion. <laughs> Finish though with your band. What's the name of your band? Uh, my band's name is Hilltop. And um, how would you describe the music? That's the question. Um, it's, it's folky, I guess. Yeah, and um, funky, a little folk funk. A little cool folk funk, yeah, cool like vibe, folk funk. nice folk, rhythms, folk funk, gorgeous harmonies. Mm -hmm. uh, you could find us Hilltop uh, on Facebook. It's Hilltop, the band, SoundCloud. We're around. Okay, Hill, beautiful. Hilltop with one L, because oh. we were Hilltop with two L's. Then we figured out somebody else had that name. Yeah, don't worry. And so it, we had to slice off in the real. As long as it's not Heil Top, because that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not good not keep, as contractive keep that one out of there all right good hilltop playing in chicago there's a live event on, in june um hopefully we can all get together and uh so uncle seth calculates death that was exciting you guys tune in next time and uh peace out thanks john thanks everybody my buddy uncle seth checking in on the deepest, most impactful event maybe in human life, death. Shenny Skaki Marjos, done lightly, we did it lightly. 
that means to you the victory. And when it's said, really at the KP table, that means to all of us, may we have victory over death. Watar, that's this show produced by Andrew Schwark and Daniel Paternos, and it's brought to you by the makers of First Things Foundation. That's us, a nonprofit that goes out, lives long-term, two years or more, in the world's toughest neighborhoods. We hunt down local people with great ideas and then move resources their way so they can build their dreams for a better life. Nakvam dis hasta luego, kambufo. Seth says goodbye. And most of all, tune in next time when we figure out once again how to talk about heavy things lightly on water.